you are listening to The Things That Matter, and I am your host, Hannah Lee. Episode 6, What Abouts and What Ifs. Welcome back. I am so glad to be back for another episode because today I have something that is at the very top of my mind. I have received a lot of questions that ask, what about this and what if that? And so I am going to try my very best to address a few of those today. I have noticed that many times when we really do not want to do something in life, especially as children, we will say, but what if? And then other times when we really do want to do something, we will say, I wonder if. And I must say that I tend to fall in the latter category. If I really want to do something, but it seems impossible. I will ask myself or whoever will listen, what if I do this or what if I do that so that that way I can see if it will work. So let's dive in. One question I've received is, what if I want to homeschool but I work outside of the home full time and I cannot get a remote job? First of all, this is where my determined mind starts to wonder. Can you really not get a job with a flexible schedule that is remote? I would begin to research. Can you work opposite hours of your spouse? This would allow for obviously some flexibility. If not, do you have a family support system close by that can assist? For example, I have known parents who would have their children spend time at a family member's home while they're at work and then during the evening hour that would otherwise be dedicated to homework anyways they would instead be homeschooling and so then if you think about it days off each week could be instructional days to cover what couldn't be done in the evening during the work week admittedly my very opinionated response to this question is where there is a will, there is a way. That is mostly due to the fact that, remember, I was in the very same situation, and because I was determined to figure out a way, it worked out. So my answer is, do your research and be relentless. Now, for a big question that probably will come up in several episodes, The question is, what about socialization? This is a question that frequently comes up when homeschooling is the topic, and it is very interesting to me. Quite honestly, because I was homeschooled and have a firsthand experience, it baffles me. So I want to make sure that my listeners understand, I do believe in socialization and that it is indeed important. 
However, my view of this is that it needs to span generations, cultures, and backgrounds in order to truly be what it is meant to be. The definition of socialization is, number one, the activity of mixing socially with others, and number two, the process of learning to behave in a way that is acceptable to society. So let's think this one through because there are a few things to consider. First of all, I have yet to meet a family who literally has no interactions with anyone at any time. If that were the case, I would be very concerned for more than just the homeschooled children. So let's think of socializing in different settings with that definition in mind. One that comes to mind, of course, is church. As a Christian, we know that getting together with the body of Christ on a regular basis is necessary. And I've personally found that this typically will solve a lot of the need for connecting with others. Your children will have children's ministry to connect with, youth groups to connect with, but they will also have the opportunity to mix and mingle with those who are not their own age and who come from different backgrounds and walks of life. Another way is to become involved in various volunteer opportunities and in the community. For example, I personally am a volunteer for United Way. I have been on their volunteer list now for years. And because of that, my children and I have the opportunity to meet others and make friends while learning to behave in a socially acceptable way. Another method of meeting social needs as homeschoolers is to make sure that you and your children are involved in homeschool group functions, meetups. There are things like if they are into music, you have community orchestras. There are Toastmasters clubs for public speaking, um, both for children and for adults that you can become involved in, etc. When it comes to the topic of kids having a social life, a lot of times we tend to forget that an important reason for this, just as the definition outlines, is so that children grow up to be individuals who can work well with others, regardless of age, cultures, and so on. This is why I believe that the social aspect of homeschooling is much more beneficial than that of a school outside of the home. Never in a person's grown-up life do we work with and communicate with a group of individuals who are all the same age as us. So, being in the classroom or on a playground full of peers for seven and a half hours a day, 180 days a year, really doesn't do much for a child's development into adulthood. And you definitely cannot expect those peers to be good role models for a child. They are all learning to behave together. And instead, they need a variety of people to interact with. They need role models along with reinforcement. During my teen years, I remember I would visit a local senior assisted living community a few times a week. 
I remember listening to the elderly tell stories of the past and impart words of wisdom that really helped me to grow. I remember one lady in particular, her name was Madeline. She always had a stash of candy under her mattress. And I would visit her and we would sit and she would pull out her sugar-free candy stash and we would talk and she would share about all of the places that she had traveled to and the experiences that she had had. I remember another resident who had lost both of his arms fighting for our country. I remember I would sit with a back scratcher because he couldn't obviously scratch his own back. And so I would sit with a back scratcher and listen to his stories that instilled in me a true appreciation for freedom. And that was better than any history lesson that I've ever received in any organized classroom. You see, because I was homeschooled and had more time to be intentional, the social interactions I had were so much more than learning to compete with a team of peers in a good game on the playground. I was able to build relationships and learn so much within the safe educational environment that my parents created. My intentions today have not been to sound offensive at all with my musings when responding to these few whatabouts. Instead, I hope that you now have an answer to your questions that will cause you to ponder and research ways to make homeschooling work for you and for your children. Of course, children having the opportunity to play and be a kid is very important. But the key is to not blur the line between making friends and playing with their peers and the term socialization. Because as we know, when we look at the definition of socialization, there's so much more to it than a child playing with their peers or making a friend who is their own age. And so that is just something to keep in mind while we are still allowing our children those opportunities to be a kid. I hope that you will think about what kind of individual you want your child or your children to be when they grow up and form social interactions that will intentionally instill those values in them. As always, please contact me with any questions, show ideas, feedback. It is truly awesome to hear from all of you. Until next time, stay calm and be blessed.